Well, hello there, Mark. Well, howdy, howdy, Johnny. Howdy, 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 Mark. <laughs> howdy, 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 howdy. How are we doing today, buddy? I'm Johnny. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing pretty good, buddy. How are you? Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, I, I'm getting ready to go on this road trip, man. Okay. But tell I think I might it. be a little in too deep for it. Okay, tell me about it. Okay. So um, the last time I went to to Detroit Rock City, Mark, I got this like big old fat lip. Okay. It just got like punched in the face by these ridiculous looking Canadian punks. Okay. I know it sounds kind of strange, but you know, kind of counterintuitive. But, but yeah. like, you yeah, know, yeah. it's it's kind of Detroit. It's kind of close to the Canadian border. All that sort of shit. Was one named Stuart? No, it wasn't named Stuart. But uh, no, so like, I've got to make this trip back up, uh, back up to the, this excellent city of sin, right? <laughs> Said no I, one ever going to Michigan. Eh, <laughs> especially into Detroit. Oh, oh, oh. But. Oh, I don't know. I'm just not looking forward to it. It's going to be kind of a rough ride. Yeah. I honestly can't think of any more Sum 41 or Kiss references. So, guys, I should just tell you, we're, we're doing the dang old podcast, and we're going to have some really cool famous people on our on our guest list today. Hey, Mark? I, I reckon so. Because, um, you know, King of the Hill is a lot like rock and roll, and God gave it to you and he gave it to me, and it's that beloved adult animation classic where me and my good buddy... Johnny. Well, we take two episodes of that beloved little animation classic, King of the Hill, and we rock and roll all night and party every day, and then we praise him like the god of thunder that Mike Judge truly is. And Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any Sum 41 songs, I'm sorry. That's okay, I named like three of them in my cold open, so. See, and I was like, blind, I was like what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> See, there we are. Uh, you want to jump on in? I do, guys. We're going to start this week's episode with episode 151, Reborn to be wild. Uh, Mark, what's that a reference to? Uh, that one song about, you know, Born to be wild. That one. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who sings it, but that's the Step song. Steppenwolf, right? Uh, probably. Sounds about right. Um, we've got Reborn to be wild. Original air date, November 9th, 2003. Um, little, little Johnny would have been... Um, he's coming up on his birthday at that point. Yeah. In 2003, I would have been... 14? 13? 13? Almost 14. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like right before I went to high school. Oh, wow. I Yeah, I want to say I remember be, being in middle school and watching this and it kind of That could explain why it hits so hard. Yeah. Because I, I know yeah. that you were into, it, or at least I know you had some experience with youth groups. I did as well. We can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should. Um, this is uh, written by Tony Gamalobo and Rebecca May. I apologize, guys. This week I didn't do any extra uh, uh, like lookups on our writers, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll. I'm sure Tony Gamalobo is going to show up We've talked up about again. Tony Gamalobo a couple times. Um, we talked about him last season. I don't remember what episode, but he showed up before. We, awesome. I okay. think we agreed that we enjoy him. I think we landed on he's a producer more than he is a writer and or director. Right. Yeah, because yeah, he, he has that writing partnership with yeah. Rebecca May. Yeah. Um, and our cast of characters this week, Mark. Hank, Peggy, Bobby Hill, mm-hmm. Luann Platter. And of course, you can't have a, a Jesus episode, a, a very Christian-centered episode without our good friend Luann. <laughs> Dale and Nancy Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill DeBetrove, Con Supernus and Pone, and then uh, a cavalcade of uh, extras and characters here. We get uh, the reprisal of Karen Stroop. Yes. I haven't seen Karen Stroop for a while. I don't remember the last time we saw Karen Stroop. It's, I, it's been a while. Because I know it wasn't Revenge of the Loot Fisk, but like... Damn, it's been a minute. No, it might be um, uh, Luann Virgin 2.0. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. That might have yeah, been, no, but that's still like two seasons it. ago. That's season five. Yeah, six, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so we have characters Benji, Sterno, Speck, Jesse, Pastor K, Dave Belsh, all these guys. Uh, so they're all part of uh, the youth group that Bobby gets hooked up with, the main plot device for this episode here. And Pastor K, voiced by our good buddy David Herman. Shout out to you, man. No, Praise him. him. Praise him! <laughs> Um, it's fantastic because it's not your typical David Herman voice. No, like it surprised you when I you said David out. Herman. I was like, whoa, shit, really? Yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah, um, and he's he's well, he's very integral. So I'm glad we had him for that. But yeah. um, so Benji Sterno Speck, uh, Dave Belsh. Do you have any idea who they might be? Is it some forty one? It is. Or it's is it the members they might of be some forty one? Oh, there we go. <laughs> so this is uh, this is the second time we've had a a punk pop punk band yeah on king of the hill in their entirety playing characters that aren't themselves quote unquote yeah 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 so um and what was the first one guys it was green day yeah it was it was kane and the stubborn stains man the shot came through season one your first blue flame uh, yeah i stand by it episode's fucking fantastic um so yeah we've got that and then uh jesse Mark, can you, can you guess who uh pastor k's dad is voiced by i don't just know. based off my references Rob Zombie? I don't know. If I'm taking you to Detroit Rock City and you're going to oh, rock shit, and roll all night, Simmons, isn't it's it? Gene Simmons. God damn it, I knew it. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, I knew that horrible fucking gravel voice. Guys, oh, we were man. we were watching this today. I wondered why you were giving me stupid Kiss references too. <laughs> shit. I was like, what are you talking about Detroit Rock City? What are, you, are you high? Did we're, you get into the butt already? Damn it, John, we're supposed to save that. We uh, <laughs> were watching this episode today and he just Mark just kept looking at me. Guys, why... why why do I recognize this voice? I know I know it. It's Gene oh, Simmons, guys. Oh, man. It's fucking Gene Simmons. Which I just, is perfect. Oh, man. Okay. It's very, very good. Played me like a damn fiddle. <laughs> so, uh, synopsis, because we've already given away our guest stars here. Bobby reconnects with religion when Hank sends him to a youth group, and the guys cook up their last meal, quote unquote. Yes. So, uh, good A story, even better B story. Maybe my favorite B story I think that I, we've seen. Mine as well. Outside of Disney, pre- or King of the Hill presents Disney's Up, Coco, and um, <laughs> whatever the third one was that I made the joke about. <laughs> the saga of... The booby hatch. The booby hatch. The saga of Bill Toetreve flying above Arlen, which might be my favorite B plot ever. <laughs> Um, but but our A story characters here, Hank and Bobby, B story characters, Bill Dale, Boomhauer, and Khan. This is like a first time we've had Khan palling around with everybody without Hank. Cool to see Khan palling around with the rednecks. Yeah, very yes. important point. Yeah, yes. we're gonna see a lot of that though this season. Khan becomes more of a member of the guys. I I agree. Yeah. Um. So I'm, with that, Mark, let's get to some notes. Yeah. Uh, first note, uh, listeners, unless you couldn't tell, I'm sure you could. Johnny is back in the think hole once again. Hey. He took a week off. He had to fly back to Germany, but now he's back again. <laughs> yes, we'll say that. We'll say that. Nothing else. Um, yeah, we're on notes, right? Uh, first note. Oh, shit. It's this one. And I said that for the B plot. I was... Yes. Man, really talk about just... Really quick. I'm sorry. You and I went through this. This episode clips. This one just went. It yes. went quick. It was clean. It was bam, 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 bam. It was great. And I really appreciate it. But like the very first line, they established the B plot of the last meals. Uh-huh. And the opening line? That's a... We don't get like... We don't get like you know plot establishment in the first line ever. I don't think do we like not not usually. Not, there's usually not like B a plot. cold yeah, but that, but like even a plot like establishment. There's usually like a cold open or whatever. It's got to lead up to it a little exactly. bit. exactly yeah, and it doesn't. They just jumped into it and that was great. Um, last meals, Johnny, let's talk about them real quick. Yeah, 
Um, so by and large, now the last meal program may or may not exist. I couldn't really tell, but it was stopped in Texas in 2011 after an inmate ordered a very elaborate, expensive dinner and then refused to eat it saying, I'm not that hungry. I, all right, I'm not coming down on the side of a murderer or multiple rapists or whatever this dude was, but I think that's a baller fucking move. I mean, it's, it's the last thing he, the last thing he has any sort of choice over if he doesn't want to eat what he picked. Mm -hmm. I don't think he should like ruin that for everybody else. Eh, you're on death row. You don't really get a say in things. <laughs> no, but... Um, if, though, so, like, right now, the limit seems like, that I could kind of tell, it can't be above $40. Okay. And then sometimes tobacco and alcohol, you can get them sometimes. Um, I, there was one I read about the guy that drank some wine. Okay. Like, he had wine with dinner, and then there's another guy that had, like, a pack of cigarettes. That was his last meal. Okay. Um, so to that end, Johnny, you're on death row, uh, $40 mm-hmm. sky's the limit. What are you making for your last meal? I have it written down here. Cause oh. that was the question I was going to ask you in my notes. Awesome. Uh, so it, it is, uh, something of my own concoction, but just about anybody can make it. It's called a mac and cheese burrito. Okay. Basically you take a craft deluxe mac and cheese. So not the powder, but the actual cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. That's, it's not real cheese. It's fucking fake cheese just like everything else that they make is <laughs> um you uh you, you get it all squared up and while you're boiling your mac and cheese getting it all ready you brown a pound of ground beef okay. and you throw taco seasoning into it okay it goes into the cheesy mac and cheese okay and then you throw in a can of uh hatch green chilies okay and you basically like pour all of that you roll it up into a tortilla with hot takis crunchy chips for the little bit of a crunch factor and a gigantic swath of sour cream down the side. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, heart attack inducing and I haven't had one in about two years because I made a bunch of them and got the weirdest fucking looks at work when I ate them. That is a poopy... Have you been to prison? I have That's not. That's like a prison meal. It is. Uh, I also <laughs> want white gravy that I can dunk it in. Oh my God. And I want tr- uh, trolley sour, uh, sour glow worms for my dessert. Okay, okay. Sour gummy worms. Good enough. How about you, buddy? Uh, fl- uh, wow, sorry, I can't say it. Floured fried elk steak. Okay. Uh, a Lay's original potato chips, a whole big bag, family size, and then three cups of ramen instant chicken noodles. Okay. That is my favorite meal, like, anyway. That's my favorite meal anyway, should I have, like, a little turkey and steak, but no, like... <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, no, that. Oh, my God. It's, like, all the salty goodness, and, again, that's one I haven't made in years, because it's yeah. nothing but salt. But yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Um, Good to know that you and I are colossal fat asses. Yeah, yeah, like there's any doubt in our <laughs> listeners' minds. We did a meat challenge last time you were here. It's true. I'm pretty sure we're going to smoke a chicken tomorrow. Like It's going to be great. I think we're going to play like dueling chickens and see who can eat their chicken first. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of competitive eating, man. Let's do it, buddy. I'm a gurgitator. All hail the conquering fat ass. <laughs> um, Hell is quite cool. Per Dante, just saying, the yeah. lowest level of hell, Satan's uh, in case tonight. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Because hell is cool. <laughs> this might be my favorite B-plot. already said that. Um, Hank goes hunting more than he goes to church. Yep. Why is this a problem? I'm sorry. I'm s- and he goes to church more than he no, goes to church. No, I know, I know. I'm flipping the line uh, for I my purposes today. Because I think we've seen the hills go to church, what, maybe half a dozen times? Mm-hmm. Really? It only, they only go to church to support the plot? Why is it such a big deal this episode? I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. I just, man, I I hate when they're tangential with their faith. It, it's, and it's yeah. going to come up later on. It's going to come up with church hopping. And it's going to come up with, like, Bill and Stroop smushing and Hank getting uncomfortable. Stuff like this. And I get, I, I get it. But 
for a show that's so focused on Sunday football, they ought to go to church a little bit more. Even if it was like a bit like standing in the alley, all the guys after church, and that's how you open this. Yeah. All in their like church suits. You okay. know, like the ties are done or whatever. They all go to Arlen Methodist anyway. We've all, we've all seen them go there, so I don't right. know. Um, sorry. Uh, to that end, they don't say grace. We've never seen them say grace. One time, Hank prayed. And it, I forget yeah. the thing, but it, Hank Hill here, Methodist. And I, I, I had the note of I liked him signing in to pray, and I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, but we don't see... It was the, um, uh, pee my, won't you pee my neighbor? There it is. Look at you. Mm. More spikes. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, we don't really see it, but I don't, I don't know, whatever. Um, really quick, I just need to get this out, because I wrote the note. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! This is the other side of the Good Buck episode, where I was really excited that they were actually talking about, like, Christian ideology and shit. Mm-hmm. This is the other half of that. This is bad Christians. This is, I'm a Christian because it's trendy and popular, and I don't like that. It's very, I don't like cringy Christians. Sure. And I... then the whole everything about it. I remember, no, if you remember this time. Oh, yeah. When everybody was fucking Christian, and they were obnoxious, and they had the little, like, bracelets and all the footprint posters and the fucking frog lanyards. Mm-hmm. Oh I, oh, I remember it, Mark. I remember it. Yeah. It's... Youth groups, like, growing it, it up was, in Colorado. It like, was a strange time in, just in white Christian America. Yes. Because it, it felt like it permeated literally everywhere, and it's like they almost overshot themselves because... It, like now, I mean, now it's like a now. There's like definitely the Christian right that is extreme. Well, but, that's just it. That's the only thing. But we're so but we're so it. used to it now. Yeah. But like, I would probably like make fun of somebody if I saw him wearing like a cross to work. Do you know what I mean? Like a shirt with a cross on it. You definitely would make a judgment. Yeah. Like yeah. if they wore a shirt saying "Satan sucks," I'd probably turn him into HR. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like. I don't know. It's just a weird feeling watching this because it took me back, and that was a gross feeling to have. But I guess I'm glad that I still remember that I hate that type of person. Yeah. Not, I don't hate Christians. I hate that type of person. Let's no, be clear here, I guys. think they make a very good point at the end of the episode where Hank basically says, like, I'm not trying to tell you that you can't worship in your own way, mm-hmm. but I, I don't want this to be something that you basically treat as a phase and then throw it away because you are, uh, like, you don't want to look back and realize how cringy you were. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think they did a pretty good job of like not poking too much fun at Christianity with this episode. Yeah. While still maintaining well, some things. Poking fun at that culture though. Yes. Like um there was a bit about um uh it's it's Hank's line, you're not making rock and roll or you're not making Christianity cool, you're making rock and roll worse. Yeah. God, I hear that quoted you, all the time. Thank you. I think that might be the best Hank line in the show. I, like, I hear really it quoted truly. all the time. Yeah. Um Finally, I bet you that Lady Bird is baptized already. I bet you Hank had Lady Bird <laughs> baptized. The old minister baptized her like 12 years ago, and then he died. Like, okay. before the guy came that Stroop replaced, like, Hank baptized that stupid dog. And finally, if Jesus existed, he was black and probably didn't have long hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know why Jesus has long hair? Why? So when uh, the Christian cult was up and running, Rome decided to just incorporate it, right? And okay. every Roman deity taken from the Greek model of, you know, big, buff, and long-flowing hair, that's what a god looks like. Therefore, that's why we ascribe God slash Jesus to being a big, bearded dude with long hair. It's because of a Roman idea of beauty. Who's always yoked. He has always the cum yoked. gutters, man. Got the cum gutters. Or if it's Korean Jesus, he's got the, like, power lifter body. Mm-hmm. No cum gutters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ's cum gutters. Thank you, Rick and Morty. Something I will never forget. Yeah. 
Something you reference on this show a lot. I mean, you've only done it twice, but... Cum gutters? Yeah. Yeah. You're talking... I forget which one it was, but you're all mad about it. You're like, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Jesus Christ, cum gutters. Cum... <laughs> Johnny, give me your notes, buddy. Uh, so I really don't have a lot. I, I sat and watched this episode. Watched it just hell out went, of it, yeah. It just went fast. Um... I uh, I grew up listening to Sum 41, so it made me very happy to to find out. <clears throat> wow, my voice is cracking today. <laughs> it made me very happy to feel uh, feel out another good punk band. I don't consider them a great punk band, but they're definitely representative of their era. I think they're a better representation of a lot of the ones that are still out and still touring today. Cough, Blink-182, cough. I've seen them live, guys. They suck dick. Uh, and well, not in so a good kind of way. Give me a, give me a couple Sum 41s. Is that the all the small things? Nope, that's Blink-182. The middle. Nope, that's Jimmy Eat World. Help me out. In Too Deep. Cause I'm, I'm in too deep, deep and, and I'm trying to keep... Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's your music cue for this episode, guys. There's not a lot in this this week no i think we got uh, so one next week i think a, and a lot of people like they kind of faded after yeah. the initial pop punk thing happened in the early 2000s and a lot of people know them because their lead singer for like 10 years was married to avril lavigne that's right yeah short yep canadian redheaded dude that kind of looks like a pug not fred durst who's fred durst no that's he's from um limp biscuit one of them just got really into UFOs, and I want to say it's some forty-one. I really hope it's not Fred Durst. Who's the some, that who's a piece the some forty-one front man? Um, I don't have his name. Oh, on don't, here. don't worry. But like I said, he's he's redheaded. Like, looks like a pug, man. Yeah. There was one guy who got really into UFOs like last year when all mm. the Navy started declassifying their UAP shit, and like he was, he was on it. That was, I think is I think is uh, one of the members of Blink One Eighty Two. Maybe. I, I, I just don't know the name. I, I, I should be better I about these things. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I should be better about these things, but I yeah, I don't pay attention to UFO shit. Um, you already told me what your last meal would be, so yep. that makes me makes me happy we're on the same page for that. Uh, you and I also, like, we have weird tastes in food, and I am not ashamed to admit it on a podcast. No, not at all. Like, I've made some monstrosities in my life. You and I... Do you remember making the double pizza burger? Yeah, Yes. I was about, literally just about to Sorry, say... Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. It's, no, it's it's two frozen pizzas, guys, with basically a five-pound beef log that turned into a giant burger in the middle. Uh, and then you wrap that, you make a bacon dream catcher, and then you roll, what was it, a pound of shredded cheese into the meat, and then you yes. make it into, the, like, the meat patty. Yes. And then you bake it at 410 for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, I it is red. disgusting. I shit red the first time. Like, and it wasn't like blood red. It was like a crimson, like sin was leaving my body because Jesus was crying. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, are, are Christian rock bands still a thing? Oh, you know they are. Like, yeah, but in this time they were hitting the mainstream. I remember Simple Plan was the big one. Simple, Simple Plan, Plan was a Christian. Yes, they were. No pads, no helmet, just balls. Yep. God must hate me. I'm just a kid. No, no, no. Look no. it up, buddy. It's I the swear. other. No, it's the other one. There was the other one. Mercy Me was one. Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Excuse me, guys. I'm amending no, myself. No, no. I'm glad we can be here though, because I was like, crit. No, they were not. <laughs> I got in trouble because I listened to fucking uh. <laughs> Simple plan. Thank you. Um, yeah, like there's that whole one about banging milfs or whatever. Like. <laughs> um, and then the only other note I've got here, buddy, is we. It's the return of the pink and white. That's where they do their grocery shopping. Oh, you are you are closer than I. I didn't even see the. Yeah, I didn't even catch the pink and yeah. white. Yeah, 
Um, I and I will say because it's it's not a pro, it's not a con, and it's definitely something I wanted to write down and sound all smart, but I definitely saw it when I was doing research for this. There is an animation goof in this episode when Peggy and Bobby are playing. Um, what is it, Moses in the Promised Land? Yeah. And they're, like, running through the Red Sea? They are. So after Peggy gets up and leaves, they're very clearly playing the entire time on N64 controllers. Yes. And then in the background, right when everybody leaves and it's just Bobby in his room, they're NES controllers. Yeah. What do you, so. Yeah. What do you do? Also, there's your Christian rock bands. I forgot about Oh, Skillet. wow. Skillet. P-O-D, oh, Creed. Creed was a good one. Flyleaf. Which was weird to me. I didn't think Flyleaf was Christian. Reliant K. Reliant K. Yeah, there's there's a bunch in here. Audio Adrenaline. P.O.D. Oh, P.O.D., yep. Puddle wow, there's, there's a, a bunch of these in here. Yeah. I know it used to be like pop punk Christian bands, and then for a long time it was like hardcore metal Christian bands. Remember all that shit with Evanescence? Yeah. And like all the Christians were all about them, and then their bassist came out, Amy Lee's boyfriend, was like, we're not a fucking Christian band. You're just putting that to bring me to life. Most of our songs are about suicide. Yeah. And so all the Christians got mad at Evanescence. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I got for notes, buddy. Give me some pros. I'm trying to think of my favorite Christian song. I, I got nothing. Oh, there was that one by Switchfoot. That I, On Fire. That was a good one, I guess. I used to be a pretty ardent Christian. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I went to a youth group. I got kicked out of a youth group. I went to a youth group, and, and I did it for almost two years because there was a girl that I liked, and her mom was the one who drove us there and back. Because what other reason do you go to a youth group when you're fucking yeah. a teenager? You're horny, and you want to be with the girl you like. Yeah, pretty much. And it was an excuse, and your mom's like, oh, that's cool. You actually won money off of said girl. Did I? You did. My freshman year, you bet money on the Shane Carwin and Brock Lesnar UFC fight. That's right. You won like five bucks off of them. Wow. Good memory, buddy. <laughs> it was like the one time those two worlds collided. Yeah. Because it was also the very first UFC match I ever watched. That's right. That's right. Wow. <laughs> I've got that day burned into my memory. It's like a, a sense of shame for me. That was the only, one and only time I have like... Walked up to my mom, completely stoned out of my fucking gourd, couldn't even look her in the eye, and then just was like, well, I'm going back to college, see you later, and then drove four hours. I've always, always felt terrible about it. Oh, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Call your mom, tell your lover. I talked to mine this morning and told my mom I loved her. Tell your mom. Hey, listeners, go tell your mom you love her. That's, hey, that's our note for this episode. Now I just hang out in her house and get stoned every night before I go to bed. So. Yeah, yeah, but you're a grown-ass man. True that. I cannot um, imagine getting stoned in my mom's house. <laughs> I don't think my mom knows that I smoke weed, honestly. Well, she I'm will 30, soon. She doesn't listen to this. We're good. I'm 34. <laughs> she doesn't know. Like, um, I have one more note, and I don't know what it was, and it doesn't matter. We're talking about shit. I don't know. Um, any, any more notes from you, buddy? I'm no, sorry. man. Uh, give me some pros. Um, pros. Damn, this episode clips. That's just number one. It um, really went fast. Yeah. I like Bobby's flipping this on Hank. But Dad, these are the guys you told me to hang out with. This is the youth group. Uh-huh. That was my... Okay, that was my thing. I got kicked out of a youth group once. So we are doing praise and worship, right? And Lil Wayne had just come out. Like, Lil Wayne was new. Okay. So we're just sitting there singing some fucking shit. I don't know. It's fucking Christian music. And Jesus is my rock. So I was like, yeah! Jesus <laughs> is my rock. Okay! And it took the, like, youth pastor, like, a good 20 minutes to realize all the kids were, like, cracking up. And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just feeling the spirit in me, man. I don't know. Because by this point, I was shitty and didn't want to be there. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, you need to not come around next. He was like, okay! <laughs> and then I humped the three miles back to my house. Anyway, uh, you were going to give me some pros, I think. Or I was going to give you some pros. Bobby putting this on Hank. That was great. 
Um, David Herman, pro. Holy shit, David Herman. We got mad. He does great. I got irritated with uh, Racist Dog. I didn't like his uh, therapist character in that. Right. Um, but we loved him in um, uh, Texas Skillsaw Massacre when he yeah. was just being Mr. Frond. Yeah. And now he's back as this. And like, I think my biggest bitch with Racist Dog was I didn't like how hot he was drawn. Because his voice didn't match his character. Okay. Versus this one, I didn't know that this was David Herman. It, he's amazing. God, I love David Herman. Be my dad, David Herman. Um, I like Bill's look of concern for Bobby as he's trying to just, like, pop the board up. Yeah. Hank is, like, the guys are kind of watching him, and Hank is, like, there, but Bill is in... He's like, oh, oh, like, yeah, The other Bill three cares. are just kind of, like, rolling their eyes at it, but, yeah, Bill's just like, no, you're going to hurt yourself. I like to think in another life that Bill Dozer tried to, like, skateboard. I could see it. <laughs> um... Finally, and you kind of already hit this, Bobby and Peggy playing video games. That's a very wholesome moment. Yeah. Um, and then I like, oh, I need more milk and honey. And then, oh, look at Moses dance. <laughs> yeah. I want to play that game, number one. But I really like just watching those two. You don't get to see Peggy and Bobby playing video games. Like, no, great. they don't. So, like, it's so weird. King of the Hill does, they mention video games a lot because it's one of Bobby's like big interests. He's been a doing kid it, in the thousands. Yeah, like of They've course. been doing it since the first season with his Game Boy yeah. and meeting Willie Nelson and teaching him how to play uh, the, you know, video Corvino's golf. The putting challenge, yeah. That is not this. That's the Simpsons, damn it. Maximum um, overdrive. But like he's, we've heard, we've seen him playing Tomb Raider before. Tomb Raider. We've, uh, this is very clearly him playing on an N64. Him and Connie play wrestling, um, um, Mortal we're gonna, Kombat. We're going to get one of probably the, the most memed GTA ripoffs ever later on in this yes and it's like i i don't know how to think about it okay because in a lot of senses they don't do video games very right because there's there would be no like objective way of making a moses milk and honey game however the 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 exodus is like a a, is like a rail shooter platform that'd be great (laughs) yes Uh, however i mean i i try and i i put it up against a lot of other like popular animated shows that have done video games correctly. Yeah. I'm thinking of Bob's Burgers and Burger, Burger Boss. Okay. Because I think that's very accurate. And the Punch Out game in The Simpsons from like the first or second season. Oh yeah. yeah that yeah, is yeah. straight up just Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. So. Well, it's the it's the video game parody. It is. It is. Or so, it's like this is referencing nothing at all. It's just they're playing a video yeah. game together. When's so. the last time you saw a Christian based video game like? I there's they're out there. I, I haven't been on. I guess I don't know. I haven't been on Steam for a while, but I have to imagine if there's uh, I I want to fuck Hitler simulators, and there's a million other hentai games out there. Then there's got to be one out there all about like Jesus. Adult Swim's Bible Fight was really good. <laughs> I know you can just straight up download the Bible on Steam. Why? Because 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 it's free. Well, you can read it too, Johnny. Yeah. You don't just have to download it. You can also <laughs> read it. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, video games. All right. Uh, how about you, buddy? What you got for me? Um, Stroop. I I really like Stroop. We don't see her a lot in this episode, mm-hmm. but her approach is the anti Lovejoy. Yes. And I like that. Yes, I do too. I cannot stand Timothy Lovejoy. I It's years and years and years of him just being like a droll asshole to everyone he meets. I don't like that. Probably because it's the exact reason I would never want to go to church. Yeah. If you're, if I would have... <clears throat> Jesus. Damn, buddy. We're going to do shots after this, listeners. Ugh. 
kind of strengthen up my vocal cords. Um, that fucking oxymel is still fucking you up from this morning. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> if uh, if I'd have had, <clears throat> if I had had a some uh, water, I'm good. Okay. Like this is basically drink water. your beer. Drink your beer. Um, if I had had a, a a priest or somebody like that that was a lot more relatable, mm-hmm. and I grew up Catholic, none of my priests were relatable, and I didn't want to be around them as a small child. And you don't want to relate in that kind of way. But if I had somebody like Stroop, I probably would have stuck around in Christianity a little bit longer. Yeah, right, like a cool. Uh huh. I had one. His name was a uh, uh, DJ. He was my youth. He was like a youth pastor at the weird church that we belonged to. Okay. Um, he was cool. He was a good guy. Like he, I think he fell into it because like, I don't know. He just kind of it got thrust upon him. You know, oh fuck, what do I do? But yeah, he was a good dude. Um, I guess I we should point out. I I talk a lot of shit about religion. Um. By and large, I think if it's done right, like youth pastors can be a very positive thing. Yeah. But I also get tired of the whole like, well, you know who else was a rebel? I got a buddy. He had long hair. Probably would have had tattoos and drank a lot of wine and hung out with prostitutes. And then he flips his chair around. His name was Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. that's the wrong kind. But like, to let a teenager know that they have somebody to come talk to, like, that that is all the fucking difference in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm not really anti-religion as long as you're not trying to force it on somebody that doesn't there, want it. That's it. Yeah, it's I don't care what you are. I don't care. Do yeah. what you're gonna do, but stop your rights end when you trample on someone else's rights. Yeah, yeah. It's it's your religion. It's, you don't have to be the guy that that spreads it to everybody else. Let let people they can experience it with you if they want. Yeah, I would never ask you to like sacrifice to Athena with me. No. Yeah, like it, I just wouldn't. No. And you're my best friend in the goddamn world. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sal. Um, my lady doesn't even know what religion I am. And we've been together for 11 years, so. There you go. Way to um, do it. So I think, and we've hit on this a couple of times, this is arguably one of the best B-plots in the history of this show. Really? Outside of the, the, the dumb one that you were so upset about with Bill flying around <laughs> Arlen. I, and I think we've kind of danced around it. We haven't talked too much about it, but it's, it's, it's very, it's a very simple concept. Yeah. It's the guys deciding what they would eat for their last meal, going out and making it and then chickening out because they don't want to tempt fate. And then Bill eating it. it. It's, it's like a new era of a three stooges like skit. Yeah. That's yeah. to me, that's what it feels like, um, without people getting physically hurt. But so it's a lot smarter, mm-hmm. right? So it's just so damn good. Um, I love Bobby's uncomfortable attempt at Grace and how, like, Hank and Peggy just kind of, like, Bobby look at Grace. him. Yes, his slam poetry for Grace. Um, this concept is kind of a time capsule to me because I don't see this culture existing anymore. Are youth groups a thing anymore? I have no idea. I'm, it's got to be. I mean, maybe, but there's no way they're they're at this level anymore. I mean, shit, the youth group I used to go to is now a brewery. That I watched That's the ironic. Avalanche. Yeah, I watched the Avalanche win the Stanley Cup there this year. Wow. Like, that's kind of interesting. I used to play Guitar Hero in the same spot. Now I'm getting shit housed. Wow, yeah, there's. Yeah. They just not exist? There's a middle school ministry at a Sacred Heart Church here in town. Okay. They got a high school youth ministry. Yeah, no, not really. Like, they're not to that thing. So, and, and even more time capsule is the idea of the extreme youth youth movement that was a weird hangover from the 90s it was well, everybody shit, wanted to like, tattoo and and yeah. skateboarding skateboarding people still skate but there's skate parks everywhere yeah. i see people using them but like it's still I see more thing. people on longboards i think because they're like yeah. handy way to get around mm-hmm. but i don't yeah 
Skateboarding is still a thing. It's now officially an Olympic sport. No, I know, but I mean, like, it wasn't the way that it was when you and I were coming up. Remember no. how, like... No, it overtook how, everything. How cool skateboarding was? It overtook everything. Yeah, like... Thank yeah. you, Tony Hawk. Here, here. <laughs> Blue Flame of Valor to you, buddy. But, um... And then the the last pro I've got here is I love that Dale is the one to ruin the meal for all of them. Yeah. He's absolutely the one that would do it and waste like probably $500 worth of food. Couple, yeah, a good amount and effort. Like and there's the a crap. turkey there. There was a, a rack of, there's a crown roast of lamb. Yep. I mean, a turkey's four hours. Yep. Ro- a rack of lamb is about two hours. Like you've got shrimp. I know. Uh, there was baked goods on that little um, cart. There's a big uh, there old was. Cake. Um, um, Boomhauer specifically said he wanted to make Spanakopita. Yep. So it was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of prep. Spanakopita is a bitch to make. Yeah. There's a lot of prep, a lot of money that went into this. And of course, Dale's going to be the asshole that just is like, let's not forget why we're doing this. Yep. I love him. I yeah. love it when he just like poops the party. I uh, pooped the um, g- Give me some cons, bud. Some cons. Dreadlocks on white guys. We still exist. You know, uh, we've kind of run out of youth groups and, like, extreme Christians, but we still got white guys with dreads. Grand. And not even, like, the cultural appropriation thing. Like, I think your hair gets dirty, it dreads out. Like, that's what happens to you. Yeah. Guys, just don't. Just wash your fucking hair. Pretty much. <laughs> Unless you're, like, the 1% of, like, black dudes who look really, really good with dreads. Yeah. Because even, like, I- I've known some black guys that can't rock dreads. Like, you just... Um, straight-edge Christians. Con. Oh God. Just the whole... Praise him, and then I had the whole culty mentality. I hate all of it. It made me feel gross inside. It's, yeah, it's it's trauma. I'm sorry, it's trauma response no, going it, back to a different absolutely. time. Absolutely, the the uh, level of enthusiasm. Like if you're not gonna respect that, you need to come into this with a little less to not scare me away right away. Then that's on you when I get scared away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Boom Harris pronunciation of Spanakopita. It triggered me. He calls it Spanakopita. <laughs> he, he emphasizes the co and it. I was like, listeners, like, you fucker. <laughs> and I, I can't even give that as Boomhauer accent because people pronounce it that way. And I'm just like, uh. as, as Or the, like people uh, call him Gyros. Gyros. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> as the uh, uh, High Hammock Studios resident Greek, I think you can be you can be mad about that pronunciation. <laughs> I'm not looking at a Greek flag, no. Look at the Greek flag on my ceiling. Um <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I yell. I yelled this at you. A lack of goddamn screens in the Hill household. <laughs> yeah, Bobby just yeeting himself out the window again. Mm. Fuck you. I don't. It just bothers me. Uh, whatever the ska song is, at Messiah Fest. <laughs> Con. Did Boomhauer work for Sizemore Realty? I don't think so. What's he wear to dinner? That red, that red blazer. blazer. Yeah. That was my first thought. Was like. Because we don't know what Boomhauer did. You know, we, at this point, at this we don't point, know. we don't know. So, like, was he? Could was be a misdirect. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, we also haven't seen Sizemore Realty yet. Also, yes, but but, but you know, I I associate Red Blazers with realtors. Yeah, probably thank you. because of King of the Hill and uh, Simpsons. I say thank you, Lionel Hutz. Yeah, we didn't see Peggy Blonde. Con. Yeah, I didn't see Peggy with Farrah, with Farrah Fawcett hair. Yeah, that was an absolute absolute con. That would have been like two seconds of drawing. Somebody could have figured it out. But you know what? At the same time, I'm glad we didn't because I have the image in my head. We talked before how I think like young Peggy was super hot. <laughs> yeah. The platter women do it for me, but... Oh, are you... oh no, because Leanne wouldn't be her sister. Never... I'm dumb. Yeah. Oh, wow. Maybe Peggy just kind of looks like Luann. 
I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Um, cons. What you got, buddy? Uh, so I'm I'm not a religious person. I I don't really follow or practice anymore. And so religiously heavy episodes of any TV, they they don't do it for me. It's a turnoff for you. It it's not a thing that happens as often anymore. I know it still does. But it was a big thing in the 90s because we all still wanted to believe that the American family man had two and a half kids, had went to work, his wife stayed at home, and they went to church every Sunday. Protestant, Methodist, or Catholic. Like. Yeah, exactly. The Simpsons did it, and like every family did it on TV. And, and that's the point. We talked before a lot about that, is like how important faith is in 90s television. Yeah. yeah. And so like it, when, it's, when it becomes a really big sticking point, I'm... Almost always, we're going to say 99 times out of 100, I'm not going to really enjoy the episode because of it. The one difference that I'm going to say here, like the one standout, is Homer the Heretic. Yes. That is, it's arguably like in my top three of all time Simpsons episodes. Yeah. And it's very religious heavy. It is, but it's, it's he's got a lot of good points in it. Like he talks to love, but he's like, but what if we're worshiping the wrong God? Are we making our God just, yeah. or the real God matter and matter every week? Yeah. Like... Well, and he's I, got a lot of good points. Like I think I in my personal philosophy is you respect other people's choices. If you don't, if you're not part of their religion, you still have to respect their choice. Yeah. And I learned a lot of that from Homer the Heretic. It's like you had a Jewish clown help you, you yeah. had uh, a Hindu help you, you, like all of them help you, mm-hmm. and it everybody just wanted to help. So that's what I do. Yeah. Um, and then wait, you're saying you can have faith and still be a good person? Uh, yes. Oh, yes, I'm going to go can. vote for Marjorie Taylor Green. Get out of my oh, house. Get out of here. <laughs> um, and then the con in here is that poor Mark, you had to discover Christian ska music. <sighs> and I had never noticed that it was a ska song until sitting next to you, knowing you how much you hate ska music. So that was a fun, uh, that was a fun reveal. It's like beating fucking seals, dude. I would rather listen to seals being beaten than I would listen to ska music. <laughs> Mark, let's get to favorite moments. Buddy. Favorite moments. Do let's, sir. Oh, I got a couple retro reference rages. Ooh. We have not had these in a goddamn minute, we but I picked up these. Because I've been picking them up. Yeah. Number one, printing things off the internet to read them. Yeah. They're standing in the alley and Dale's reading off the last meals of the guys. Yeah. Um, beanie babies. Oh. And I know it was like the parallel import of whatever he called it. My, my yeah. beanbag buddy, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a beanie, a beanie baby. baby. But then I like that they call the Tamagotchi a Tamagotchi. Yeah. And... What the fuck's a Tamagotchi, Joan? Because I don't know anymore. It's a virtual pet. Yep, and you don't feed it and it dies. Yeah. And apparently the Japanese ones show it dying. Yeah. Versus the American ones show it like ascending to heaven. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, Those are my cons. Retro reference rate is favorite moments. Here we go. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Bobby. Uh, Yeah. I I like that little clip. The second time we've seen Bobby doing stuff with the turtles. Because he did it when Connie was over. Yeah, the turtles, yeah. Never Bobby, fails with the turtles, man. He's a 90s kid. Bobby likes yep. the Ninja Turtles, and I bet you Hank is like, oh, Donatello. Like, um, Bill crying at dinner. And he, <laughs> he starts eating shrimp. Yep. Um, yeah, Bill basically saying, don't leave me alone with it. I don't have the self-control not to eat. Poor guy. I don't. I really like Bill in this one. He doesn't do anything wrong. He's not no. pant load Bill. He's just like, I get scared when I'm alone. This I... is pretty fun, Bill. This is fun, Bill. This is a... we. I think we've reached our apex of Bill being a pant load, honestly. I really, really hope so. We got a lot to go, buddy. I am trying to do this deal up until now as all this has been a journey. Um, There was one I bitched about Bill, and I was like, well, we need all the background Bill being a piece of shit. Like, we needed it. It's crucial. It's... Development, I just don't have to sit there and like it. Um, but finally, my, my favorite moment was Hank's line. 
of you're not making rock and roll better or Christianity better making rock and roll worse. That's a good line. My favorite Hank line, yeah. maybe. Like, maybe my favorite Hank line in this series, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, Johnny, one more that I missed. Sorry. Um, The Bible video game. I already <laughs> talked about him and we beat that to death, but I love that little moment. It's a cute moment. Oh, How yeah. about you, buddy? I, well, it's also the Bible game. It's just Peggy's line of, look at Moses dance. Yes. She is getting into it, and it's like, eh, Peggy, this is not Pong. It's okay. Peggy likes video games, I think. <laughs> I, I, I can she see plays her. Comp- you know she just plays Solitaire Mark, with Tom Landry. She didn't marry a gamer. <laughs> she married a man. <laughs> you watched me defeat the rogue grass samurai Ryuzo this morning. I did. Was that not manly as shit, dog? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I got, man. Okay. Um, you want to break down our rating system? Because I was gonna try and do it like Kiss songs, but then I realized like ninety percent of Kiss sucks. It's not very good. God gave rock my... and roll to you is like the best Kiss song ever written. That's the only good one from fucking Bill and Ted. That's that's it. That's the only good Kiss song. <laughs> rock and roll and I just wrote. Beth is an abortion. <laughs> wow. Beth, I hear you call. Oh fuck that song. Uh, well, I'm just going to break it down like normal. How about that? Lay it on me, buddy. So at the very bottom of our rating system, we have our charcoal episodes. These are like absolute garbage tier. Like if, if, if you made them an Olympic medal, they would be, I don't know, mud. Poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hardened feces. Um, a charcoal episode is one that you're going to watch maybe once on an initial viewing, and you're never going to go back to it again. It's one that's so offensive to you that you might just walk away from the show altogether. Uh, after that, you got a Megalo. A Megalo is kind of like a bronze tier episode. There's like maybe one or two funny jokes in it, but you're definitely not seeking this episode out. You're not really ever going to watch it again after your first viewing of, of, a, of a series, like if you're binging a series. And uh, you're going to be kind of mad that you watched it to begin with. You want the 23 minutes of your life back. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, Butane, however, that's our next level. That's kind of like, like our silver tier, you know? They're the episodes that you, you really don't want to love, but you do mm-hmm. in the long run. Um, a, a butane episode has usually got a pretty good story or it's got a really fun guest star, but something in it just doesn't quite click. It's not one you actively seek out. You're not going to skip it. You'll it's watch there. it. It's But it's just there. It's if you're at your episode. mom's house at 2 in the morning and you're high about to drive back to Alamosa. <laughs> yeah, it's, yep. it's the episode you turn on. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, after that, you got your Char King episodes. These are kind of our gold standards. These are the best episodes of King of the Hill. Um, they've got great characters, great story. You've got really fun guest stars, things like that. Um, they they forward character developments like a lot of times. These are these are some of the best episodes you can get of of TV. Um, and if Mark and I both think that a Char King is, if an episode's a Char King, then it becomes a Char King Imperial. It's just about the best endorsement you can give to somebody who's watching King of the Hill. These episodes you'll seek out. The problem is you need a little bit of context in order to understand them and appreciate them at their, their maximum level. Now, on the rare occasion you find that perfect unicorn of an episode that you don't need any context for. That's what we call a blue flame of valor. Mm-hmm. This is our S rank platinum tier of an episode. Uh, the blue flame of valor is an episode like A Firefight and We Will Go or... Um, um, Beer Can Named Desire. Beer, thank you. Beer Man Can Named Desire. I always, I always forget a handful of these. Single plastic female... Um, these are the episodes that I'm people... even pulling up our score sheet so you can look at what we have rated <laughs> as Blue Flames. Um, the Blue Flames are gray. Yes. Or blue. Yes. Uh, Won't You Pee My Neighbor is a, is a good one yeah. for us. These are episodes that, that show you the characters and can get you invested in loving the show 
without ever having seen it before. And so there are also episodes you could show to somebody else mm -hmm. if you are in love with this and they will want to watch the rest of this series with you. So, uh, Mark, on a scale of blue flame to charcoal, what do you give Reborn to be wild? I was going to give it a Char King, and then I was going to give it a Chartain, because you really kind of hit on the head. It does get uncomfortable with the Christianity. Yeah. However, I think it's pointing out the problems with this certain, like... With this era. Sure. Or not even problems. Just, look, if this was you, if you were that kid who wore a little frog bracelet, who always had the cross on, who probably got this stupid, like interlinking fucking chains or whatever. If this was you, I'm not hating you. You were into a thing, and my god, I love Yu-Gi-Oh! So you know what? I can't talk shit about anything. Um, and, so, and really, the Christianity aspect of it does not make me uncomfortable. If you're gonna have your faith, do it. And quite frankly, he's reaching kids. The, 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 the Thessalonians quote really gets to me. That's my favorite verse in the Bible. Test all things and hold fast to which is good. Okay. There is still worthwhile things in the Bible. I don't care what faith it is, but even for Christianity, there's still worthwhile points. You know, Jesus said, go help the poor. Go. I hate Christians. I don't hate Christianity. I okay. hate the way that we've made it now. But, and all that is to say, I was going to dock this episode based on how much religion there was in it. And then I get to thinking about it. And that's not the problem. The problem is people who use a thing as their only personality trait. Okay. And that's what's wrong. So, all that is to say I'm giving it a charking. It's a really good fucking episode. <laughs> okay. And. It was a long road to get to charking, buddy. It was a long road to get to charking, and quite frankly, I'm amazed that I didn't catch Gene Simmons. So, it's a chartane <laughs> now, I guess. That's a charking. What are you giving it? Uh, I gave it a butane. Hmm. Um, I, I enjoy this episode. It's fine. I, you know... I don't love it by any means. I definitely thought it was it was more watchable than I was expecting when you and I watched it today. Um, so yeah. that that was a plus in its favor. But what makes it a butane for me is I have never once in the multitude of times I've watched through this series, I've never seeked it out. This is always, okay, yeah. if it's in the rotation, it's in the rotation. I will watch it through. Yeah. But I've never skipped past it. I've never seeked it out. It, it just is what it is. I agree. Yeah. You know, and even I was surprised when it was the B story because I really like yeah. this B story and I was surprised to see this B story tied to this episode. Yeah. Like that should give you some indication of like how well I remember this whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, Mark, what do you say we move on to our next episode? No, I'm going to go ahead and grab this ball and pass it to you. Oh, uh, so this uh, next episode here, 152, new cowboy on the block. Original air date, November 16th, 2003. This is written by Dean Young. I know we've seen some stuff from him, Love too. Love Dean Young, yeah. yeah. Uh, our cast of characters is Hank, Peggy, Bobby Hill, Dale, Joseph, Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill Dubatrove, Conan Mincy. Dubatrove. Dubatrove. You're not even Dubatrove anymore. You're not Dubatrove. By the time we get to season 13, he's going to be like, Bill. <laughs> uh, Con and Min, Super News and Pwn. There's a mention of Connie. Uh, oh yeah, Connie's not in this episode. No, she's not. She's mentioned though. Yeah, Con uses her quite a lot actually. My little girl needs to study. Damn it. Yeah. Um, General Gum. That's Min's dad. He's not in this. Yeah, no, he, but he's mentioned. Okay, okay. Uh, Officer Brown, the yeah. debut of Officer Brown. Who's who is, uh, who is the voice, Mark? Fred Willard. It is I've Fred fucking Willard. Made that note. He is a reoccurring character in the series. Yes, he is. Yeah. Not just as Officer Brown either. No, but I I remember him for in King of the Hill as Officer Brown. Yes. Uh, there's this one. There's one where he's like doing the ride along with Bobby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one where Dale goes to Hooters, isn't it? 
and the works bazoons, at Hooters. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm sorry. Really quick, did we see him in Vision Quest? Or... No, we didn't see him in Vision Quest. No. No. Yeah. Sorry. False memory. Yeah. Um, we have Bear and Big Willie Lane. Mm-hmm. Mark. Mm-hmm. Big Willie Lane, who is voiced by Phil Hendry, which we have seen in King of the Hill before. Yes. He is Sour Coach Sours. He was also uh, Big Dog, right? Uh, he was Mad Dog. Mad, yep. Thank you, Mad Dog. He, he yeah. was Mad Dog. Uh, he wants you to take a salt tablet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. But uh, last time we saw him, I mentioned he is—he's uh, every almost every member of the Waterfall family in Futurama. Um, he does all sorts of stuff. He's uh, one of the main characters in F is for Family. With well, Bill he's Burr. a side character. He's yeah, the, he's, he's a very TV. memorable one. <laughs> the fucking pregnancy fetish. Yes. Hobo Jojo. <laughs> um so yeah phil hendry phil hendry i actually uh i don't know if you've ever watched the tv show new girl he's in that for like four or five episodes as oh, uh, okay. the boss of one of the characters okay so it was interesting to see him not in a voice acting role can i ask is he a black guy or a white guy he's a white guy okay cool yeah he's got that real deep voice so you kind of he does a little bit no he does so uh synopsis mark synopsis. rainy street gets a new resident and his fame becomes a problem when he stops following the rules of the black captain yeah. You know what? I, can I commend you? Oh. We are into season eight, and you're still fucking crushing these synopsi. Hey. <laughs> well synopsi. Done, cheers. I don't know. This is the plural synopsis. Synopses? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Either way, you're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so our A, it's really only one A story here. It's No Hank, B story at all, right? No. Uh, so we've got Hank, Bill, Boomhauer, Dale, Khan, and Big Willie Lane. Uh, real quick, if you guys Google Willie Lane, he is not a Dallas Cowboy. Okay. He is a football player. Okay. He is currently a, uh, I think, a college junior or sophomore. That does not count at all. No, it doesn't. But he, there is a football player named Willie Lane. This is not who we are talking about. Yep. That one is, though. That is a dark person. Wow. <laughs> no, okay. I'm, no, I'm sorry. No, his, his skin you tone have is very this, You have dark. this Willie Lane who's very, very dark and this Willie Lane who's very, very light and it's... Yeah, I am just impressed at the gamut of skin color that humans can be. Yes, that's my point. I I think it's neat. I know what you're saying. Yeah, thank you. I, I yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, hey, but look at this cat. If that's not the damn like in, uh, inspiration for this, I don't know what is. Right. Power rankings. Oh, I don't know who that is. Anyway. Um. Uh, so let's get to some notes, man. Some notes. I took staggeringly few. I really don't like this episode. I remember not liking this episode, and I got really excited, hoping that maybe I think I've told you this before, record or watched it. Like, yeah. You know, maybe now I've been living with around neighbors, and you know, maybe I appreciate it more. Hey, I don't. Um. Notes though. Anyway, Johnny has have the Cowboys ever won a Super Bowl? I don't know. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, they've been to a record eight Super Bowls. Oh wow. That's the record for like four different teams. Oh, wow. But it's the most that anyone has gone to, and they have won five of them. Oh, wow. They're one of, like, I want to say only three teams in NFL history to have five Super Bowl wins. That's nuts. Yeah, the Patriots have done it. I was going to say it. the Pats. The Steelers have done it. Okay. The Cowboys have done it. I don't think the Broncos have. No, Broncos have only won three. The No, yes. Yeah. Yes. Set, They've 97, been... 98, and then 16, 15, 2000? Yes, yeah. yeah. The Super Bowl before, 50. Yeah, but then the year before, Manning fucked up that snap the very first quarter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yes, they won five. Go. We only got like four. <laughs> it's more than the Broncos, man. <sighs> um, this is a good way to do this premise. Um, so, like, literally last night, well, not last night, whatever, like, a few nights ago, we watched The Family Guy where um, Gronk moves in. Okay. 
it's this episode, literally this episode. You know, athlete moves in, he's a party guy, and oh, isn't it great? Our hero's here, and then they realize, oh, we, we hate this guy, right? Yeah. That's fine, whatever. That's a throwaway episode of Family Guy. This is an okay... I like the way King of the Hill does this, and I like how, to his guns, Hank sticks about the block charter. Yes. Like, it's a big deal, it's an important deal. And I like that Hank comes around to Khan. I like the 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 growth between Hank and Khan in this one. Even the guys yes. are against Hank initially. Yes. And then they're kind of persuaded into joining forces. Yeah, they get that impassioned speech. And, yeah. Yeah. But this, once again, uh, cements my theory that Khan is Hank's best friend. Yeah. And I also just, man, Hank genuinely does care about Khan. There's that bit when he's picking up trash in his yard, and Hank walks up and Khan thinks it's Willie, and he, like, flinches from him. Yeah. And it's... It's a good little bit there. And I like, there's a lot of good moments in this. It's just not a good episode. Um, Sweet Jethro Pugh. <laughs> it is. It's our second re- second reference to Jethro Pugh. I don't even know who the fuck Jethro Pugh is. I mean, I, I looked I'm him up the last time. Yeah, he but is. you know what I mean. Like, um, Big Willie works for that horse's ass. That horse's ass, Lane Prattley. Um, first Fred Willard is a cop, already did this. And then why do the cops need to drive away? Because they got a 310 on Arroyo. Okay. I looked up police code. A 310 is a molestation. Oh, no. <laughs> so they're calling That's not all... not worthy, but oh, no. Yes, it is, because they're calling a bunch of units to a molestation. Somebody is getting their dick dingled so violently <laughs> that they got to call all the cops in Arlen. <laughs> and wow. I think that's great. How about some notes, buddy? Let me say God. Holy shit, sorry. Um, Oh. Um. So I I think I'm gonna start every time you get really really heated about a subject, Mark. I'm just gonna start really like leaning close into the microphone and going, passion. Please do, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do it for you too because you get a little heated every now and then. I, I do, I do, I really I need to. That's like one of the funniest things I saw in this is Willie just screaming at his TV, and Hank's passion. <laughs> Um, I yell all the time. Dude, everybody, when they turn their mowers on at the end yeah. to, to wake Willie up, everyone has their specific mower. Yes. Every single one of them has That's their specific mower. That's a great mower. amount of continuity. Um, including, including season one, they even have Khan's sexy little import. Yep. Khan's sexy little import. Dale is driving his Mason because nothing else cuts it. Yep. Boomhauer's so, got his weird dick stick. It, yep. Bill's Bill has his, his busted, his like busted... Um, what is it like, light blue one or whatever? I thought it was gray, but yeah. But like, yeah, like yeah. whatever it is. But it's it is his. Old like we've seen bucket, it before. Yeah. Uh, and then Hank is on his Mason. Was it five thousand? Yes. No, Dale's got the five thousand, right? Or five hundred. Mason five hundred. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Bill, but Dale has the most top of the line one. Yes. Hank has the generation before. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, fan, fan, fucking tastic attention to detail. Yes, there. I, I real, I did take note of that. That made me yeah. happy. Yeah. Um, so I looked it up, and there is no game that I could find on the internet called Bottle Donkey. Okay. But from what I could gather, it looks like they're just whipping their empties at a at basketball hoop. Oh, I want to play. I, <laughs> Mark, please don't whip your empties anywhere. Jace. <laughs> Score. I think I, I broke a bottle. Fuck. <laughs> There's glass in this room somewhere. <laughs> we'll find it later. Yeah, we will. <laughs> With um, feet. And Mark, we got a, a Dale fence jump. Put oh it in my! The tally. Maybe the best one. <laughs> Squirrel tactic. I love Dale. I love <laughs> Dale's. <clears throat> Just. When's the last time you jumped a fence? 
I don't know if I ever have. I've always been kind of a husky kid, Mark. Spending my youth on the Eastern Plains, I got real good at like jumping up over barbed wire. And I got real good at going over post fences. But now, if you gave me a hundred bucks and said, Mark, jump that fence, I'd walk through it. I could juggernaut through it, but I don't think I could jump up and over. Yep. Uh, join us next week when Johnny and I go to the local park and try to jump the fence and see what happens. Stay tuned. That's the Dangle Podcast TikTok that's, that's coming our, out. The, well, welcome back to the Dangle TikTok. I'm going to squirrel tactics this fence. Oh, God, my arm. <laughs> Mark, give me some pros, buddy. And it's just you running away holding the camera because Amanda's going <laughs> to yell at you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bill's profiling of the neighbors. No, it's a single lady. That's her workout bench. Oh. And her foosball table. And a beer can. Cl- I just liked it. Yeah, happy. the beer keg collection. I like that Who a lot. Who collects beer kegs, by the way? I thought he said cans. Oh, no, he said keg. Oh, because I was going to say, I've got my, like, oh, no, 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 no. like, the cryptid cans. We, I, there's a lot of people that collect cans. No, beer kegs. Oh, I thought he said beer kegs. Wow, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, that's insane. That's fucking madness. Um, <laughs> so we've talked before about how Hillbillies is Khan's N-bomb. Yeah. Wow, Khan gets real racist this one, too, because he starts it out with Country Bear Jamboree. (laughs) And I don't care. You know me. I'm always up for some good old-fashioned racism. I don't care what color you are. (laughs) Country Bear Jamboree is the best way I've heard him take down the hillbillies. Whoever got to write him, they just had so much fun. Oh, man. Yeah, that's so good. Um, um, He calls, Khan calls Big Willie Jock Ball. Yep. Great out of con. Um, the boys mowers is continuity. You already nailed yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huge pro for me. Squirrel tactics. You already nailed that. And then like the guys unifying. Like at first it's just Hank and Con, and then it's the others. Well, first it's just Con. Well, you, you know but what I yeah, mean. Like, like yeah, like as they're yeah, like. And I like that a lot. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Bill has to keep his food in the tub because they stole his fridge. That actually happened. It had to. That's why he said he has to keep his food in the, in the tub. I guess I didn't realize that was a thing that had happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why would they steal his fridge? Because they're dumbasses. Because they're strong? Yeah, and because it's probably full of food because it's bills. You're right, and I have done things when I'm drunk just because I'm strong. Uh-huh. God, remember those rain gutters I stole from the college? Yes. Yep. Yes, I do. Um, Am I good to jump into my pros? Hey, buddy. I don't have a lot for this one. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I don't have a heck of a lot either. We're blitzing through this one. Um. So I, after... After Dale's comment in the beginning of this episode about how uh, I like it when he makes fun of Peggy, I really want to see an episode now that's focused on Dale and Khan just taking the piss out of out of Peggy. I want to see a team up. Yeah. I I don't know why. It probably wouldn't be very good. It'd probably be overly cruel. But you know what? At least half of <clears throat> at least half of the King of the Hill like community that really enjoys it hates Peggy, so they would be on board for it. Hey, spec script number five is um. Fucking Bobby does a roast for his 30th. Oh, shit. And he knows he can do it, and everyone is so gung-ho, and everyone ends up hating each other because they all hurt each other's feelings. <laughs> and you and I are going to write roast jokes about Peggy. Jeez. Um, Starstruck Hank is adorable, Mark. Yes. I love that. Um, I also really like that he has a fully-fledged, like, appeals process to how he does his cap his block cap the whole thing is very laid out yes that is some next level hank shit and he's not waving peggy's game night fine (laughs) um i like the uh you know he's not going to he can't play favoritism 
Um, I love the look that's animated on the guy's faces when Willie hops in Hank's truck. Mm-hmm. Because they are all so offended. Mm-hmm. And it's like part of it is because the cowboy on the block is now hanging out with Hank. But also part of it is, well, now he's going to be Hank's best friend. Yeah. So I I love that animation. Oh, can I also give a side pro? It's not really a pro, but uh, kudos to Big Willie for not driving to work drunk. Good on you, big guy. Uh, yep. Yeah, Where think that's he works important. at a used car dealership, and I imagine Tess drove around drunk quite a bit that day. Mm-hmm. But I guess those cars are insured, so it doesn't matter. Well, and he's not the one driving. Oh, but I would take out the fucking um, the new Cadillac car. <laughs> Cadillac car? Um, and so really, the last pro I have here is that this is the better bully episode that we get from Hank. We're going to get one in a couple seasons mm. with Caleb and his full of green dust. You know, I don't remember that episode and I'm really looking forward to watching it. I, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm really because this is, the better bully, this is the better bully episode, I think. Um, there's people that like to just try and take the piss out of Hank and it doesn't always work. This is like the first time I think someone has legitimately been a threat to him. Yes. Yeah. Big Willie's dangerous. And it's because of, it starts out because of Hank's admiration of him. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, I just, I think this is, this is, it's a pro that this is the better bully episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me a con, man. Um, cons, I've only got, I've only got a couple. I don't like this episode, whatever. Um, but my biggest stick out to it was the timeline is weird. Everything they're doing is referencing this guy in the 70s. Yeah. So this is 2000, this is, so that was like the 70, what do you say, 74 to 79 season as the backup, right? Or 76 to 79. There you right? go, yeah. yeah. But so like, set, late, late 70s, so like, when this came out in 05, that was much closer, that was only 20 years removed. Right. Now it's almost 40. Okay. And that really fucks me up. Okay. Just because they're all talking about remembering the scene. I'm like, God, how old are you? But then I got to stop and go, wait, wait a minute. Like, you know. Right. Um, That one really gets to me. And then just as a general note, our idolization of athletes. Um, One that sticks out to me is um OJ Simpson. Oh. Uh, there were multiple domestic assault calls made by Nicole Brown. She's calling 911 because OJ Simpson is like drunk and trying to beat her. And she goes, "He, his name is OJ Simpson. And the woman, the operator goes, oh, you mean that football player? Like, she yeah. drops kayfabe and is so starstruck by O.J. Simpson's existence. Um, cops were called, called multiple times to the Simpson-Brown house, and they went away with, like, memorabilia and autographs. And that yeah. is fucking disgusting, and I hate it. And just because some dumbass, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be O.J. Simpson, it can be anybody. It doesn't have to be an athlete, either. Anybody that's No, I mean, I famous, mean specifically but... athletes. Okay. Specifically athletes. Like, how many fucking football players... Like, have, you know, CTE and do it. Donkey with it, or whatever it's called. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's, um, Bottle Donkey. Johnny's gonna bottle Donkey into my trash can. Yeet! He hit my guitar. (laughs) He hit my guitar, Lyra. I'm sorry, guitar Lyra. (laughs) (laughs) Poor girl, she never did nothing to you. (laughs) Hasn't played Tenacious D for me in ten years. Fuckface McGee. <laughs> um, no point is like I just the, the the lionization of athletes disgusts me. Like celebrities too. Yes, I mean we all saw Cosby and fucking Weinstein and all. But really, I think that athletes in America get special or special treatment. You yeah. know what I mean? And except for like the last like four years, last four years they really cracked down. Like there was that what the kicker McManus for the Broncos got a DUI in the Candom. Yeah, and he was the best kicker the Broncos had. Yeah, it's the best kicker in their history. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Or but or like you know, there's a there was a player that just got off a like 160 game suspension for the MLB. 
for it's it was it's an entire game it's an entire se- season. I was gonna say what is that? They have like a, three months of games. No, they have a, it's 162 <laughs> games a season. Yeah. Um. But he was playing for the Dodgers. They they had him an entire season, and basically said you can't play any baseball for this entire time. His thing got lifted, mm-hmm. and they the Dodgers basically said contractually we have to pay you the money that we said we would Mm -hmm. but you are designated for assignment you are no longer playing in mlb you are going to the down to the triple a leagues wow or you're you can get traded to somebody else wow and then you're their fucking problem wow yeah uh, i think his name's trevor bauer okay okay i can look it up but and that was just within the last like week just my my point is just like i I hate how highly we regard athletes because really you're not a good person. You are good. You're at, good at, at a sport. You're good at you're good at a sport. Like it doesn't make you a good person. Yes. And then I get really mad when people get hung up on like cele- like athletes like political stances. Mm-hmm. Like Aaron Rodgers was a real cock about COVID. Yeah. He's also a real passable quarterback. These two things are not fucking interchangeable. Right. Like stop being shocked when a guy who gets hit in the face for a living is a bad person. Yeah. You know, guy or girl, you know, like it exists on all ends. And I just, I don't care for that at all. And that really turns me off about this episode. I hate the starstruckness. And then I hate how it's literally just, you blocked that kick. Like you did a thing fucking 20 years ago. Yeah, but it's football in Texas, Mark. We have this conversation like once every three episodes. Okay, Uncle Rico, I get it. You could have fucking <laughs> one state if coach would have put you in. Yeah, it just drives me nuts. I don't really just the general mentality of like athlete worship in America. Yeah. And I'm sure it's everywhere. And I, I guess it'd be kind of cool to like watch some British show about like, oh, this cricket player moved in next door. Oh, God, he's so, a hooligan. I, I did. And when I was living in Germany, Mark, I didn't see a lot of of like huge, huge fandom. Mm-hmm. And in football specifically, uh, uh, foosball. Um, so soccer for you Americans here. That sport the, the Europeans is, invented yeah. while the women cooked so the men could do something? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, th- there is some some of the highest paid athletes and most recognizable people in the world mm-hmm. are football players. Yeah. And yet, I still, like, uh, with, a ha- with the exception of a very small handful of them, I'm thinking of, like, Cristiano Ronaldo or Ronaldo. Lino Messi yeah. or Neymar, like, shit like that. That dude that just won it. Uh, messy. Yeah, that was messy. Yeah, yeah. or like Erling Haaland, the things like that. You have a select, small few that usually will represent their fucking country. Yeah, and they are like the biggest figures. So I think it is. It's very much like America that does this idolization. I'm sure. Maybe I'm sure there's some like rogue sumo wrestler or something that like. Just got drunk one night in Kyoto and started flipping cars. I don't know. Like, well, and maybe it's just because we have we we pay so much attention to sports and put such a focus on them in our country. Well, you need to. It's what fucking distracts us. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know. I'm with you. Yeah, it just it bugs me. You and I also live in America, and that's the news we hear. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, but no, I I think that's a very valid complaint. It's it's kind of gross when you think about. How few of them there are and how much privilege they get. But even on my end, I'll still stand Chris Benoit. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. I know all the horrible things he did, and I'm just willing to turn a blind eye to it because I like watching that guy headbutt off the top rope. Like I, you're you're watching you know? him before he did it. I, I know, I know. It's all the context of the situation, yeah. everything. But I'm still not willing to like never speak the name of Benoit again. I'm not gonna edit it. I'm not gonna beep it when I edit this this yeah. week. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm part of the problem too. But at the same time, I just really hate the lionization of athletes. It pisses me off. They're not good people. Some of them are. Sure, Tebow, uh, John Cena's a great guy. Fucking hate both of them. But, like, they are both good, upstanding individuals. They're what athlete ought to be. If you're going to be a hero to people, you need to be a hero to people. They're they're the Jack Black of athletes. 
Yeah, yeah, they really are. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, Jack Black. Come to see you in May. Let's go, Jables. And Kyle Gass. No one ever talks shit about Kyle. No, fuck no. You can't mess with the rage cage. Cannot. Uh, I'm sorry. Give me some cons. I it's okay. There. I have one. Okay. Okay. And it's going to counteract something you said earlier in the episode because you said you really liked this. Okay. Um, and you had seen this concept in uh, Family Guy. The trope of the athlete moving in next. Yes. Year. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and it, this is the better version of that. Yeah. I think this is a ripoff of a better version of another one. Which one? I think this is a, a ripoff of the famous person lives across the street episode of The Simpsons. You could not compare Big Willie to George Bush. Uh, I can and will. No. They straight up even shoot bottle rockets at him. <laughs> so, but in that one, does that mean that George Bush is Hank and Peggy? No, he's because Big he's Willie. the bad neighbor. Homer and Bart are the bad neighbors. Like, but I don't I'm know, not like, disagreeing. No, with no, you. I know. Saying, like like the, the concept of the it's terrible the neighbor. new neighbor that moves in. But when, it, yeah, like, terrible neighbor yeah. moves in, they're, like, not a civilian, so you just can't, like, you know, kick them out. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's what do you do with celebrity that you can't fight. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so maybe it's just because The Simpsons did it with somebody that's untouchable, like a former president of the United States. Yeah. But, yeah, that's criminal. that's my con. That's all good. Um, That and, oh, I take that back. <laughs> There's another one in here. It's just four words. Willie sucks so hard. Yes, he, he does. He is not a fun character to watch. But he's he gross, just makes too, on all levels. And like, okay, who, okay. Where would you rather shower? Bill's bathroom or Willie's bathroom? Bill's. Oh. Not even questioning it. But all that food in the tub. I don't even care. <laughs> Dude, I will like make scour. Make some top ramen in the tub with you. and just eat it. Yes, no, I will take some top ramen and use that as my like scouring pad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come out of that bathroom smelling like, uh, like, mayonnaise or ranch dressing and i am okay with it both of them <laughs> mark favorite moment favorite moments bobby dropping joseph with that illegal punch. <laughs> holy shit bobby cold talking joseph bobby has hit joseph twice once yes. and i don't want to wait when he's kissing connie <laughs> yes and now and he took it out at, like he dropped joseph and i thought that was great yeah that was great how about you buddy um i Really, it's Khan's line about, uh, these hillbillies need stronger moonshine. They need to go to bed. <laughs> I was saying, man, Khan being racist is hilarious. He, he like, is like he is on fire this week. And it sucks that it, so much of, of Willie being a shithead is directed directly at him. Yeah. But, like, oh, well, man. Well, you need, you need the victim, though. Because if he went after Bill, no one would care. It wouldn't give it any stakes. It's true. What, are true. they going to push, push the nasty-ass car into Bill's dumpster yard? Like, right. Well, and, and for half the episode, it's fun because you hate Khan. Yes. Because like, Khan is the bad guy. Khan is pooping in your fun. He has been for eight seasons. Also that, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what I got, man. Yeah, it's a good flip reversal of characters, yeah. Um, if we want to get a little retro rage here, I, yeah. I can just notice the uh, picture that they take of take of Hank's face. It's a Polaroid. Polaroids exist, right? They do. They're not as as frequent, but I just was like, that's kind of interesting. I had a retro that I didn't write down. It was Big Willie's TV. Ah, Where, yeah. When's the last time you saw a TV sitting on like a brick of speaker? Or, and not the one we pushed into the spare bedroom last night, but when did you, have you seen a TV that like big and heavy and fat? Like, yeah. they don't exist anymore. No, the tube TVs, guys, they're... They're a relic of the past. God, thank God. I still have a smaller one that I play my console games on, but that's about it. I, yeah. 
Uh, well, what do you give this? Uh, let's, let's say we rate it. What do you give this guy? I'm giving it a Megalo. I don't like this episode. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing redeeming about it. Jo- Bobby cold-cocking Joseph does not count. It's a single moment. It's a single frame. Yeah. Sure, the unification of the guys coming together to like defeat a common enemy is all right. I like Hank and Khan's growth. But those are only the nuggets of okay in this hangover turd of a fucking episode. I don't even like the guest star. I'm, if I don't see fucking Phil Hedren again, I'll be good with it. Passion. Greek. Um, How about you, buddy? I gave it a butane, man. Butane? It's, okay. it's not, I don't think it's as nearly as bad as a Megalo, but I, I'm not going to seek it out by any means. If I this came on at 2 it. in the morning and I was high, I'd turn it off. This will okay. ruin my being high at 2 in the morning. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, this is this is a, a, the classic, okay, It's I know this one's coming up in the rotation. I know it's coming up soon. Or I, it's very clear very early on which episode this is. Mm-hmm. Cool. I can dick around on my phone or I can play my Switch for 20 minutes. I was surprised to see this one. I thought this was like a season 10 or 11, honestly, because of how dumb the... Pre- or like yeah. how out there... This is such a sitcom-y premise, it too. Feels and I do enjoy the sitcom premise. Yeah. Don't get me, don't mistake me. I like how they handled it. But at the same time, this could just as easily take place in season 10 and you wouldn't yeah. think anything of it. It feels reachy. Hell, what if we got Dan Marino to show up? He's not a cowboy, but he's a dolphin, and that's Hank's problem with him. Sure, he has some parties, but, like, he's still respectable. So I want to see Hank, like, sorry. No, you're good. Playing footsies with Johnny here, guys. I want to see Hank, like, trying to, like, kick out the dolphin who's not really doing anything bad. But, yeah, but he intercepted that pass. Like, you know, something like that. Or an eagle. Oh, it'd be good. A Sooner. An ex-Sooner. Yep. Yep. The the former Sooners coach. We just need to get JR there. Uh, Hank, this is really tasty propane grilled chicken. I really, really enjoy this chicken, Hank. Here's some of my Sooners barbecue rub, Hank. You can't can't tell, guys, I'm shaking, too. <laughs> it's the only way you could do a JR. He's a really bad guy, by the way. Who lives in WWE in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> He's actually with AEW, but... Eh. No, I just... It's cool. Fucking Vince Soul. Oh my god, that anyway. He, he's, he's trying to. He's trying. Well, guys, let's get, let's get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Let's pass this football. I just fumbled it, but Johnny recovered the fumble. Hey. You still like King of the Hill, buddy? I still love King of the Hill, Mark. How about you? It's doing all right. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. It, I'm happy. I don't know. I can't hate, but um, already into the season, we are. Awful lot of butane. Yeah. Born to be Wild was like the shining star thus far, three episodes in, but... It's okay. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. We knew there was going to eventually be a, a pretty sharp downhill decline. I thought it was coming sooner. I thought we were going to get it in season seven. I did too, and then you and I were going through the queue today, and we're going to be okay for a little while longer, but boy, we were going to get bad too. We by the end of this season, by up. the end of next season. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, let's get out of here. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, Mark... I'm going to tell those good people where they can find us. Tell them good people where to find us, buddy. Yeah, they can always get a hold of us at danglepodcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on Instagram or on Twitter at danglepodcast. We have a Facebook page if you want to come find us. And it's group. danglepodcast. <laughs> Who'd have thought? And uh, I'm active on my own Instagram, krautball. That's kraut as in sauerkraut and ball as in Swedish meatball. Mark? Uh, you can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter. That's Marky as in my name is a Y and Stardust as in David Bowie. Uh, or you can find us on our sister podcast, the Two Wizards Podcast, where me and my buddy Josh, who will be on this show at some point, I 
Fucking promise, buddy. I know you're listening. He, he was supposed to be on this one, guys, but uh, unfortunately, our our third man in action was not feeling so hot. So I'm really we, glad we figured, he wasn't here for this one. This would have been a bad one to have yeah, him on for. Yeah, we, we figured we'd call an audible and, and just let him come on uh, another time. Yeah, he'll, yeah. So, in the meantime, um, we talked about lake monsters this week. I'm doing a two-parter on lake monsters. Oh. And we did part one. It should be a good one, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hey, spoilers, Lake Monsters River, guys are part of you and me, just like rock and roll. God gave them to you and me and to everyone. Um, we love you all, everyone. Facebook group, I don't know. I'm bad at ending. I've always been bad at ending. Eight seasons later, I'm bad at ending. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. We love you all. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>